You are listening to Sidora Decoding Law Podcast. I am Genevieve Dubois, the Chief Marketing and Innovation Officer of Sidora, and I am Phyllis Schuster, the Chief Team Intelligence Officer of Sidora, and, and we, we are, are lawyers. Together, we will decode the secrets of legal services so that you, as a business owner, know how to use legal services to your advantage. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Sejura Decoding Law. Today, we're actually going to talk about a topic that a lot of people in the marketplace, especially real estate, has been talking about for, I would say, last year. And、uh, more so this year is about economic downturn. When is it going to come? And are we in one or not? And everybody have their own opinion. We are lawyers, so we're not going to predict when it's going to be here. But what we really want to explore is, as business owner and lawyers, what you can do to anticipate and to prepare, and how to make legal services work for you. Before enduring economic downturn, so it's a fun topic today to discuss. This with me is my great partner, as usual, Phyllis Schuster. Hi, Phyllis. Hi, everyone. I'm Phyllis Schuster. I'm the Chief Team Intelligence Officer and the Executive Legal Managing Director for Sejura. And I'm Genev's partner. And Genev, why don't we tell everyone about you a little bit? Yep, I am、uh, Genev Dubois, and I'm the CMIO, which is Chief Marketing and Innovative Officer of Sejura. And we are together, you know, helping clients on a daily basis and helping lawyers to manage and coordinate all the legal services. So, really happy to be with you guys.、Um, so, let's dive right in. Phyllis, what do you think happens with legal services during economic downturn? If there is one, and even when there is one, this is not the first time we have seen it. Two thousand and eight. I remember I was、um, much younger lawyer, and、um, definitely experienced firsthand. And I know that you have experienced several downturns. You know, maybe you can give us some insight. Each downturn, what do you observe in terms of legal services? Well, I think the first thing that I say every single time is, people, whether the the clients say, "Oh no, I better stop my spend for legal services because I need to preserve all my revenue," and instead of looking at legal services as an investment. I, they look at it as a cost and a cost they need to conserve. So I think for me, that's probably been the number one thing, Genev. What about you? I absolutely agree. I think that's the driving force.、Um, I remember when I was in 2008. We, as lawyers, we have seen much, much lower requests、uh, for legal services in in a law firm, and I don't think that. That is driven by the matter of fact they don't need lawyers in the downturn. It is what you said, you know, that they need to prioritize the allocation of funds into things that you know during the downturn they got to they got to pay their employees, they got to take care of their business, which is totally understandable.、Um, but the interesting thing that I think what we have observed is in real estate. There are things that、um, become much more complicated 
uh, to put the deals together during the economic downturn. And in fact, we already start seeing it now, even though it's not um, it's debatable whether we are in a de- economic downturn yet. Um, what we have seen is clients have been much more creative in putting the deals together. It's harder to get money from the bank, so they got to bring in investors and investors looking at, you know, they're worried about the future, so they want more assurance. So that the so the developers have to put the deals together a little bit differently, have to renegotiate with the potential tenants if they're trying to acquire property of tenants. Um, so actually, there's a lot of different creative legal structure that will be needed during the time of the downturn. And, and business people, at the end of the day, clients are very innovative and they have to do business just because the downturn doesn't mean that they shouldn't be doing business. And the other thing is like really great uh, real estate uh, companies, they actually utilize downturn as a great time to acquire at low price um, to gain the benefit of a downturn. So there are a lot of needs Actually, I would say more needs of the creative side of legal services during downturn or even right before downturn than I would say the high peak of the marketplace. Um, Phyllis, do you agree with that? I do. And I, I see opportunities for the lawyers as well. Interestingly, you mentioned uh, the, the the downturn in the 2008 and seven, six and and nine and 10 and wherever, uh, I recall businesses coming into being who handled distressed real estate properties. And there was a lot of distressed real estate properties out there. Uh, And in fact, I ended up doing some additional services with respect to companies that had picked up portfolios of distressed properties, uh, something I hadn't done before that time. So my own personal experience was, hmm, I I gained some skill set as a lawyer. I, I learned more about uh, distressed properties and the different plays from the business side that real estate companies and investors were doing to pick up distressed properties. And so for me, it was a learning experience, which was a positive. I gained more skill sets and it was an opportunity for me as a lawyer to provide a different kind of service than I had been providing before then. So that was a positive to me. Now, did deal flow fall off in other areas? Yes, but it got picked up by new areas. So I think this is one of those times where kind of out of a crisis comes opportunities. And I think that's what we're saying. We're saying there are opportunities out of these crises, both for the clients and for the lawyers and to, to be mindful of that and not be fearful of the fact that there's change and crisis potentially on the horizon. I also think that just like, you know, Phyllis, what you said, it's a great opportunity to build a very strong relationship between clients and lawyers during the downturn. Um, The reason being that um, if a lawyer was willing or are willing to work with their clients during this time and really coming up with great creative structure of the new type of asset class or new way of investing the properties um, or acquiring the properties um, to make it that it will work. Um, It's a time that so-called you go to war together. Um, And I think, you know, we see a lot of great relationship built out of 
of the, the time of the downturn. And once you get out of the downturn, you know, the, the lawyers get to take the benefit um, and clients would rely, continue to rely on them and trust them. And we have a really fruitful long-term relationship um, with the lawyers and the lawyers will get more business from the client. Um, so I totally agree with you that if this is done right by both clients and um, attorneys, I think that um, it is a time that will be very beneficial for both sides. So since there are potential benefits, actually, like we said, during the economic downturn, then you know, let's discuss how can clients take advantage of the downturn? What can the clients do? do to really maximize, um, to utilize legal services during a downturn um, for their business. Number one I can think of is that think about, this is a time to really think about legal services and how you want to approach it differently. And that means um, actually during this time, just remember lawyers uh, are less busy and they would want more type of work they will be more open to or more flexible to um, explore and utilize their skills on uh, on structuring and on doing different type of, um, you know, real estate legal work, um, for example, real estate attorneys. And also a time that they're more flexible in terms of how to structure fees. Um, so just think about, keep that in mind. Um, so Phyllis, if we're keeping that in mind, what do you think the client should do during the downturn in terms of uh, engaging attorneys and managing attorneys in the legal service industry? Well, if they're not as busy, if the clients are not as busy and their businesses are not as busy, then they have the opportunity, the client has an opportunity to utilize some of the steps we've talked about in our prior podcasts. We, we can go and see if they want to interview different law firms, different lawyers, uh, find out is there someone that might be a better fit than what they had before or are they available to them at a different structure in terms of billing? For instance, we've talked about the way lawyers bill and and as we know, the old model uh, it is billing by the hour and a lot of clients now have been really pushing, as as you know, for project fees and fixed fee billing. And I think during a downturn, this is the perfect opportunity to push if you're a client that says, I really want to capture what my legal fees are going to be. I really want to push for project or fixed fee billing. This is the time to take advantage of those alternate billing approaches that are going to work for you as the client and say, I want to see if there are people out there and law firms out there who are willing to be creative, work with me, work with us because they aren't as, the lawyers aren't as busy. And this is the perfect time to do that and to try that. So I think that would be like one of my number one things would be to, you know, try to see what you can do to talk to the lawyers you are working with now. And if you're happy with the legal services, but not happy with the fee structure, then I would clearly talk to them about changing that fee structure. And if they are not open to it, I think at the same time, you go out and maybe interview a few other firms, get some recommendations, see if there are other firms that you could engage who want your business, who are hungry for your business because of changes maybe in their own workload. And I think that's this is the perfect opportunity to do that. Yeah. And the second thing is 
really you can interview the lawyers a little bit differently. Um, if you recall, and and you can go back to I think it was episode three that we talk about their different roles that lawyers play. They're doers who um, lawyers just do task, and there's another category really that lawyers provide strategies. That you know they're more experienced lawyers, more creative lawyers. During the downturn, what you want is more of a strategic partner. From a lawyer than a doer. Um, not the doer is not important. When you are in a high peak kind of market, um, you are to have so many deal flows. You have a process already in place. What you want the lawyers to do is get as many documents out, as many you know deals done. Um, when you're in a downturn, as we discussed earlier. Um, naturally, you need to be more creative as a business person to bring investors in to structure the deal. Uh, the good, a good strategic lawyers will make a huge difference to your business during this period of time. Come up with creative structure. Um, it can make a difference of whether the limited amount of investors wanted to invest, whether they invest in your project or somebody else's project. Um, so, really. Uh, when you interview the lawyers, you should ask questions like, you know, have you dealt with downturn before in real estate, and uh, what kind of things you have seen in the past that you know a real estate company did um, during downturn it did so well that helped them when the economy is getting better they actually become a leader. Um, so ask them those questions, not just legal experience, but really what they have seen and they can help with the business strategy as well. Um, so yeah, just like Phyllis said, this is a great time to rethink about your lawyers that you're using, reevaluate. As Sejura, we constantly, you know, adjusting our evaluation process of the lawyers that we use on each project for each client depends on the client's objectives. But also um, based on what's happening in the market and what the specific type of lawyers that will be most suitable for that market. Um, and we will bring in those attorneys and their expertise experiences to help the client. Um, so you can do that um, for, for yourself um, if you don't have a company like Sidra to help you. Um, again, you know, just take your time to talk to your attorney. Um, not just about their legal experience, but just brainstorm about, see if they are creative, they can come up with different ways to structure things. Um, utilize them to brainstorm your structures and, and to talk about fee structure. So I think that would be a great time to take advantage um, for clients, for businesses during the downturn. Genev, I also wanted to point out, you mentioned something that clicked for me, which is utilizing your lawyer's for strategy, but also sometimes you don't realize that in the past experience of, of your lawyers, that they have made their own connections. They have people that they can introduce you to, perhaps, who can help uh, the client meet the client's goals, whether that's an investor, whether that's a consultant, whether that's just somebody with an expertise that can be brought to the table to help the client 
with the client strategy, both for their current business and also to help strategize their own working through any downturns in the business. So I don't forget that your lawyer or other lawyers are resources for most businesses as well. All right. So um, let's talk about what can lawyers do to take advantage of the downturn. There are just as many great ideas for clients to take advantage as for lawyers. One of the things that, you know, I um, was an associate in a big firm 2008. And as much as there weren't as many deals, but really what um, the advantage as a lawyer during that period of time that I get to see just a few, even the fewer deals, but a very different type of structure. Um, I get to see the creative side of lawyers, um, really be able to learn how to help clients during that period of time. And I think lawyers like, you know, if you're in a very specific area in real estate, let's say if all you're doing is um, like a loan, loan attorney, right? There's a lot of people focusing on that. And um, right now, there's not a lot of loan deals happening. Um, expand your horizon. Expand and, um, you know, to take up other things. Um, just because you may not have done other things day in and day out, this is a great period of time. You have seen it during the uh, real estate cycle and the whole acquisition process, providing loan as a loan attorney. Now you can dive into more representing developers in terms of what, how they look at the same issue and then also explore, you know, how to do the foreclosure, how to look at distressed properties. You know, there's a lot of really creative things that you can learn during that period of time. I would say that I am more creative um, in terms of being a, a lawyer because um, how, you know, I was trained and during that period of time. What do you think, Phyllis? I totally agree. I think there are, as I mentioned before about my own expansion, learning about distressed real estate and asset handling during that time, that just helped me better understand the business. And I think one thing that lawyers can do is they can probably take the time to really understand their clients' businesses as well, which I think we've touched on this topic multiple times um, during prior uh, podcasts that a lot of times lawyers are kind of in their offices. They are, you know, focused on just churning and getting out the work because the client is, has, you know, immediate demands. And what they're not doing is spending enough time really understanding their, understanding their client's business. And if they understand it better, I think they then become better lawyers for their clients. So I think they can take that opportunity if they are, quote, slow to learn their clients' businesses better. They have the opportunity to learn new topics. Like you have said, I I saw a lot of people the last time who were uh, deal and acquisition lawyers and uh, people who handled the purchase and sales of properties. I saw them assisting uh, the foreclosure lawyers with doing workout agreements. It's, you know, I think a lot of times when you see what can happen if a deal goes sour, right? You can then take that opportunity to say, wait a second, I might need to draft stuff in the future for my client to either put them in a better position if this ever happens or 
take some other opportunities there to be creative with how they are representing their clients. So I think you learn from each of those things. I think it's really important to understand the what ifs. And so here we are where we are possibly in a what if. And then maybe what you can do in advance is try to prepare your client for the what if by better counseling, by better drafting, or just different counseling and different drafting, because you've learned so much more from doing these other things. And I think that's really a learning opportunity for lawyers. And like we said earlier, this is a great opportunity for lawyers to bond with their clients or to get new clients and really start bonding. And that requires lawyers to do two things. One is you you got to be flexible with your pricing. Can't bill every single hour you're on the phone or you're talking to the client brainstorming. You want a client to come to you during the downturn and say, hey, I'm looking at this transaction. I'm looking at this property. I'm looking at this investors coming in, but here is all the things we have to work out, right? Um, Having that brainstorm session is going to help the clients who rely on you um, and then have a frank conversation and said, you know, I know we are in downturn and your budget is tight, but it is very important you get, you know, great legal advice and, and structure on this and I can help you. Is there a way we can work out some kind of budget for um, for this legal service and see what they're comfortable with and see what their budget is? And um, if you're willing to work with a client, it's all about communication expectation. If you're willing to work with them and they feel like you're considering the best benefit to their business, um, we what we have found over the years, the clients will really appreciate it. And later on, when you know they have bigger budget, um, they're not going to argue with you about your um, then time entries, and they're going to willing to pay a little bit more you know, really to ride it out and to go into war zone with, with a client and have a shoulder that a client can lean on during the downturn as a great advisor. I think this is a great time to really build that relationship. And I know, Phyllis, you, you have built many great relationships with clients over the years. And uh, in corporate world, you guys see a different kind of downturn, but it's similar to in real estate. And wouldn't you agree that's a great opportunity to uh, really be part of your client's business. I completely agree. As you know, we've had lots of conversations about really understanding a client's business. It's also been the most fun part, believe it or not, of all my years as a business lawyer is that I, is I really enjoy getting to know my client's businesses and how they operate, what their challenges are, things like that. And I find that they just react better when and just natural, just you're naturally uh, their comrade. You're naturally their um, colleague because you are willing to do certain things. And lawyers who are listening and probably won't like what I'm about to say is I actually will start off a call with a client and say, you know, I just want to talk to you. I'm not charging you for this call. I mean, it's amazing how much. Uh, a client over the years, like, of course, they smile and uh, and probably the lawyers are groaning when I say that. But the idea for me is 
business development is part of being a good lawyer and talking to your client is part of being a good lawyer. And you have to be willing, if you were willing in the old days to get on a plane and spend a day trying to court a new client, then to give them an hour of your time and let them know you're thinking about them is nothing. And today, especially when most many people are still working remotely or they're in their offices and we're not traveling to develop business, to say to them, I want to give you an hour. Well, you would have done you know, a day and a half of travel and stay overnight and do all that. So to me, it's a small investment in your practice to get to know your client and to really understand what's going on with their business, how you might be able to help them. Maybe you'll help them think of something that is a more cost-effective way or a different way of doing something and, and that might yield them a much higher return. So that this fun experience of interacting with your client can yield you actual business, even though they think when they're getting on the phone, oh, I don't have any money to deal with my lawyer right now, but you find them a way to connect with you and maybe you find them a way to build their business or to make more profit on a particular project that they're going to do. And clients always react positively when you help them find a way to either spend less or make more. And also just stay flexible in terms of structuring the legal fees, you know, instead of charging by hours, charging by a flat fee of a project or a cap fee, however it works out for for the client's budget. And of course, you have to work out for your business as a as a lawyer as well. Um, the other thing that I wanted to um, just remind everybody as well um, during the downturn is a great time to look at your own business. You have more time, right? You have more time to think about your own business, legal business. How can you make it more efficient? How can you have a process to make it more efficient for the clients? And how do you market that? It's a great time to really deep, do a deep dive, have some brainstorm sections that corporate uh, clients have internally all the time and how to make your business better so that when the when the business is busy again, you have a great process in place and you can take up even more matters. So I think it's a great opportunity for, for lawyers as well. Okay, so I think we um, discussed, you know, really take a deep dive into looking at what's the benefit that can be for clients as well as lawyers uh, during the downturn, utilizing legal services um, for both sides of the business. Um, to sum it up, um, I want to point out there are three things um, as a business owner and real estate company's clients, what from the legal world we call, um, you can do during the downturn. Number one, evaluate your lawyers differently. Like we said earlier, um, you know, interview them differently. Look at them, whether it's not just about getting a doer, but getting a really good strategic partner who is a lawyer who has backgrounds in the past, have observed what it looked like in a downturn to give you creative solutions. So you need to evaluate lawyers differently. Number two is go to talk to your current lawyers and, and really see if you really still want to work with them. Are they suitable for your business in during the downturn? One thing is that you know that during the downturn, your business is going to change. Uh, the strategy is going to change. It's going to evolve when you come out of the downturn. It might be a totally different business or slightly different strategies. 
Um, so your lawyers have to be able to keep up with it and hopefully not just keeping up, but actually help you to make those great changes. And if the existing lawyers you have is not suitable, go to interview some new lawyers. So basically, number one and two means evaluate. This is time to evaluate your legal services and talk to those lawyers about fees, about their experiences and really evaluate, you know, who should be your, your legal team. And number three is don't be shying away from lawyers. Talk to them. Involve your lawyers in creative structuring of the deals. This is a time, as you know, you need to be creative. When you look at a deal, how do you put it together, right? Don't just relying on your own business judgment. When you are putting deal structuring together, there's a lot of legal knowledge in that. And if you have a great legal mind with you, it makes a huge difference. So if you want to talk to a lawyer, you're afraid that they're going to charge you, start with a conversation and say, hey, I want to brainstorm something with you, but I hope that, you know, you're not going to charge me right now. Let's see if we can go somewhere. And then, you know, I will definitely compensate you accordingly. So you can start with that. Don't be shy away from um, from talking about it. So those are the three, I guess, summed it up kind of what we talked about. Phyllis, I turn to you with three things that you want to remind the lawyers of. Thanks, Genev. So I think to sum up where my thoughts are after our discussion today is that I think lawyers need to be flexible. Not a word that most lawyers think of when they think of themselves, but You have to be flexible in today's market and today's business realities for our clients, that we have to be flexible with how we use our time, how we build, and how we use the potential for different fee structures. Because this concept of billing by the hour is making it very difficult for clients, particularly in in an economy that they may perceive as being a down economy, to, to look there and say, Every minute I talk to my lawyer, I'm getting charged for it. It's just really a very big turnoff for clients to even call you to begin with. And and if we want to encourage clients to call you, you need to be flexible with your time, your billing, and think about different kind of fee structures. The second thing I think I would definitely recommend is that just take the time, if you're not as busy, to proactively meet with clients to discuss what they're doing at this point in the economy and to maybe help them restructure deals in a more creative way, as Geneva said, and also to be creative about the fees that you charge with respect to those deals or for their just day-to-day business things that need legal assistance for. And then the last thing I think is we take advantage of looking at our own legal businesses at, at this point in time to try to see where can we be Uh, do it better? Where can we be more efficient? Do we need different technology? Do we want to utilize technology in a different way that we can be more efficient? And then with that efficiency, help drive down the cost of our legal services so that our clients are going to want to hire us and they're going to want to meet with us and they're going to want to use us in the future and today for their own legal service needs. So I think that's really where I would come out on this for both our lawyers and our clients, Geneve. Yeah, so economic downturn is not a topic everybody want to talk about because it sounds very depressing. But just remember that um, a lot of individuals become very successful and business become very successful because they see the opportunities during the downturn. 
and they know how to take advantage of them. And you don't have to do it alone as a business. You have lawyers who are there and who have experiences seeing many, many cases. They work with successful businesses and successful individuals that have helped them before. So utilize their skills um, and they are tools for you. And lawyers are willing to help their clients. All you need to do is to find the right one for your business and uh, be able to communicate. So let's stay positive and I will see you guys for our next episode. Join us next time on Sujura Decoding Law. Thank you for listening to Sujura Decoding Law today. Next week, we will be discussing this topic from lawyers' perspective. You're welcome to join us even if you're not lawyers. At Sijura, we are reimagining legal services with innovative technology and processes. Visit us at sijuragroup.com. If you know anyone that wants to know how to use legal services to their advantage, please forward our podcast to them. See you next time.